Hey guys, I'm here recording at the Zebra House with my girls Anne, the owner of the Zebra House, and my girl Kayla. I'm really excited. Uh, we're about to. Woo! We're pumped. We already have, well, they gave me a tour of the place. It's gorgeous. Anne is an incredible decorator, and I've already asked her if she will come to my house and I decorate my bonus room because it is lacking. And my favorite room here already is, what do you call it, the quote-unquote living room? The living room, <laughs> but I think you have the name for your room, the bonus room. The bonus <laughs> We're going to call your room the bonus room. Perfect. Let's I can't wait. It. I can't wait. Yeah. So how did you guys become friends? Well, you see what happened. So the way that we, me and you met is Eva. Mm -hmm. Eva summoned us to Anne Marie's house and said that we were going to hang out all day. Okay. And then the morning that I was in the driveway, I texted her and I said, where are you? And she goes, oh, I'm sick. Okay. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, just go inside anyways and just meet her and like, sorry, I'm sick. Mm -hmm. And then we met each other and we hung out for like... 12 hours straight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Ava. We're talking about Ava. Yeah, Love Ava. She owns Grandpa's Pool House, and she's a boss, babe, and a stylist, and she's lovely. Can't say enough good things about Ava. <laughs> Literally. And that's actually how Kayla and I met. Literally. You were there when I was shooting with her. So, and I was like, who is this girl with all these crazy tattoos? And she is like, <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> he was like, all over there? Yeah. <laughs> I literally come out of the closet sometimes when she's doing something. Or I'll, like, come around the corner and people are like, hello. Hey. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Funny. Yeah. How long have you known Ava, then? Um, Both of you have been friends two or three years now. Mm -hmm. Two or three years now. Yeah. Wow. I'm too old. Yeah, like, I look at my page sometime and, like, Probably like 30% of my content is just at her house because everyone's always like, I have an idea for you here or mm -hmm. I want you to do this here. And then she changes it so much that I I don't think people realize like it's when the she same started place. out, it was like super bare. Like I remember the first time I was over there, it was so crazy. It was so amazing, but it was nothing mm -hmm. in comparison to what it is now. Like yeah. now it's like insane. Yep. You can't look anywhere but like two seconds but see something. Lots of detail. So different. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So, Anne, I want to ask you, how did the Zebra House come about? So, I had this girlfriend, Amanda. She owned Shop Country Club. And after I left corporate three years ago, I was in sales and marketing for 30 years. I'm like, what am I going to do now? Um, and so, I started a lingerie business, then went into vintage. And then Amanda saw the house and she's like, why don't you rent it out? Mm -hmm. And we were inspired by Eva from Grandpa's Pool House. So, she was probably the second person I reached out to when I thought I was going to do it. And then Kiona from the Tiki Jungle House, and they came over. Mm -hmm. And then I tried it and it just grew from there. And I love it. <clears throat> I love that. One of the best decisions I've made in my life. I know. I'm really jealous of you. This is such a creative outlet. It is. It's like having a life-size diorama. I love it. Every little detail. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had a drink out of my 
My dick, uh, what is this? A little dick cup? It's a little penis water <laughs> glass. <laughs> penis water glass. <laughs> or dick the cup, whatever. The, the nude woman water glass. Yeah, it's called the dick cup. They complement each other. It's so cute. There's not a whole lot of water in <laughs> it. The first time I ever went to a tray of crumbled cookies with dick cups uh-huh. and naked women cups. Yeah. And she was like, I made you snacks. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, and I is love it that. your podcast, Dick Something Anyway? Poor Decisions. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I know. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, I literally during COVID, I was just sitting there. I don't know how many times I've told the story, but I was just in bed. I was going through a divorce. I put on some lingerie. I'm just alone, dude. My kids were in Florida with my ex-husband. They're like stuck there because it's quarantine, right? And I'm sitting in bed. I have a Hormel meat and cheese tray on my lap and full lingerie, just alone. I don't know what I was watching, but I'm like sitting there. I'm like, how did I get to this point? And I thought of that and I was like, poor decisions. I'm like, Poor dick sessions. That's why I'm here. And that's what happened. So, yes. That's why I'm here. (laughs) On brand. And I ate probably that whole fucking Hormel thing. That is awesome. So, tell me more. Seriously, please. Yeah. So, it's still in my notes and I haven't opened it. It was like April 2020. And I wrote it down and I just look at it. Sometimes I still don't open the note because I just want to see like when the last time it was updated, right? And I'm like, I just think about it. I, I was just laying there and I was just thinking about like, oh my God, like COVID was such a weird time for everybody, yes. right. you know? And, and then I'm going through a divorce and I'm doing all this stuff and I'm like, my kids were gone and in Florida and I couldn't, you remember how travel was so weird? Yeah, they I mean, wouldn't they like let anybody I had see to each other. Driver to drive, yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't let anybody. So I like couldn't go see my kids, and then like the only option I had was to go down to Florida and basically stay with my soon ex husband and his family to spend time with my kids. That was an interesting point in time for sure. But yeah, that's that's how this. And I just kind of wrote it down, and like now that podcasting is really taking off, I'm like. I'm going to do something with this name. Like, I'm going to trademark it. And I'm going to do, I'm going to do something. I like it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Too. <laughs> so this I love it. I mean, ago. yeah, most women are like, I relate with that. No. <laughs> I think that's very relatable for everyone. Yeah. So and that's I'm how glad it that you're about. speaking your truth and sharing this with everyone because this is what we need to hear more of. I know. So, and that's one thing like this project I'm very passionate about. I've started a few projects in the past, but like this one, I, I like to talk. Women like to talk in general, <coughs> right. Mm-hmm. right? Like we love to talk to each other and talk about our experiences, but like I really want this to be like something where people feel comfortable and they feel like I'm being open and honest with them too. So beautiful thank you maybe we should host more things here mm-hmm. you're more than welcome to. we should have a party have a party saturday i'm hosting Stop. for the zebra house um aging but dangerous oh. i met this 83 year old lady her name is jean ketchum and she was a customer of the zebra house and came with annie photography and they did their whole tastefully nude calendar okay. shot here wow and it was all women 50 and above i love that and they've got over two hundred thousand members throughout the world and she's crazy launching yeah. a book and this saturday i'm hosting them mm-hmm. from 3 to 5 p.m harvey's you, pissed uh, by the way this is ann's dog and he's what he's how old is he again He's 13. 
13. And he, like, really wants to be a part of this podcast. Harvey wants to be a part of everything. <laughs> Harvey cannot be left out. You guys, and then I'm going to tell everybody who's listening to this also. So I went through a period of time where my name was Corvette Kate. Corvette Kate? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a Corvette tattoo on my back. No way. I've had three. I love this Three Corvettes or three Three tattoos? Corvettes. Yes. And I love them very much, obviously, right? Um, but yes, I went through a period of time where I had an Instagram and I was influencing. I was in the car world. And I still, that's kind of how our, my boyfriend and I met now was through the car stuff. And I used to be a part of car clubs, all those things. I've, I'm not in it right now. But I know you have a pink... Corvette. A pink 1960 Corvette convertible. Mm-hmm. What's the story with that? That is interesting. I'm very intrigued by your story. <laughs> by the cars yeah. I feel there's a reason why we all connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're talking about Corvettes, and I'm like, well, she has to know that I have that 1960, but it's mm-hmm. not fair to assume that just because I know about it, you know about it. So really? I think that's another topic is like assuming things. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's a pink and white Corvette. I will take you out to the other garage to show you. And her name is Marilyn, off of, after my mother. And I knew the Barbie movie was coming out, and I've always wanted a Corvette. So I got the car that was the closest match to the car that's in the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, really, really close. It is very close. <laughs> and had it wrapped pink and white, and... It just fit with the whole house, um, and it's just been joy to people that are two years old up to 102 years old. I love that. So, so do you rent it for, like, photo, just photos? Yeah. So I do weddings. Um, it is a manual. I do drive a manual, so... I've Same here. All three Same. were manuals. Yes. Yeah. I've taken um, <laughs> brides up, uh, and they've rented it here and then also down by the lake and it's just been used for a lot of different things um i was at a wedding venue but it's just going to continue to grow it's definitely the hottest item we had it at the barbie movie release Mm -hmm. in front of the theater yeah which was sold out over and over and over i could have i mean people just want it people want this it's like it has regardless of what your opinion is on the movie Mm -hmm. people it brought people together and right. that's the most beautiful part of the whole whole story. I love that. And it, it that's actually something that caught my attention was the car. Like, I had seen the car before I had talked to Kayla, and she had mentioned the house and the whole thing. Like, I had seen the car during all that crazy Barbie stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whose car is this? Who did this? This is awesome. My <laughs> grandpa had seen the car. My So one mm-hmm. day, my grandpa had called me to ask, oh, what are you doing today? And he was like, oh... I'm going to hang out with one of my friends. And he was like, oh, which one of your friends? And I was like, oh. And I was talking about Anne. And he was like, I met her. I met her. I know what car you're talking about. It was at the car show. I met her. And he was like freaking out. And he was like, that's so crazy. I know who you're talking about. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, that would be your friend. And I was like, it would be my friend. Yeah. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) Yeah, because were you in the news with it? Was Mm -hmm. there? Yep, that's right. Okay. Fox 9 News, Care 11. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been wonderful. And again, it's just the joy. My mom's middle name was Joy. And so Marilyn Joy is just amazing, the joy that it's brought to everyone. I've met yeah. a ton of people. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, kids, everybody. Oh, yeah, this lady pulled up in her van, and she rolled down the window, and she had the two kids in the back, and one was screaming because I think they wanted to see the car. And she's like, oh, I envy you. You're living your best life. And I thought, you are too, because each mm-hmm. time frame was the it was awesome. Yes, yes. One thing that I'm already attracted to you for is because you just you just do what you love to do and you're just being creative and you're like you're spreading joy literally right you're doing something that you're passionate about and you're not caring what other people think and that's awesome I love when people do that I do I get so excited especially women because you know fuck men or whatever but (laughs) I'm like this is so great like what a great place and then like women can come here and like have fun and dress up because that's such a great outlet you know, the creativity is so it's important. It's definitely a different outlet than other people are accustomed to. Like, even, like, I run events mm-hmm. in, like, more than one location. Yep. And women not having an outlet to just have a break or even, like, feel good about themselves mm-hmm. or feel pretty about themselves. When you're someone who works in, like, an industry where you're told how pretty you are and, like, that's you're supposed to be one of the pretty girls that's just, like, the held standard. It's not something that you think about. Mm-hmm. You don't always think about the people who don't have time that it's a part of their job to take that out as every day. And yeah. they don't have that every day. And then, like, they start feeling like they're lacking, like, self-worth because they don't have that every day. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a very different point of view. So we'll call it a very different point of view. Yeah, well, I just think it's really important for women to feel sexy. Like, as weird as that sounds, like, at any age, like, I feel like it's really important for for women to feel, like, attractive and sensual and feminine. I feel like they don't a lot of the time. Yeah, like generally. So many, like, random, annoying things get in the way that stop them from feeling their... Okay, like, I I have, obviously, other friends that are girls, and, like, It'll just be, like, the day of the week that their boyfriend's not talking to them, how they're used to him talking to them, so they don't feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what's wrong? Yeah. They're like, what do you mean, what? And I'm like, why are we basing our whole day off of this person? Yeah. <laughs> no. For but, sure. Because yeah. that's the person who normally gives me validation. Like, no, you have to give yourself validation. Like, that's not it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think one thing that, like, social media like I really feel like we should be pushing like just do what makes you feel good but not in a completely selfish way like you don't want to be hurting people's feelings right shit but you want to be you you need to focus on yourself and do what makes you feel good well you can't worry about what everyone else is going to think or whatever yeah so you're never going to be happy yeah and did you think like oh are people what are people going to think about this house at any point or did you just yeah (laughs) what you were just talking about though is (laughs) <laughs> you either can be your best enemy or you can be your best advocate. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I can only control what I do. Mm-hmm. And so I really don't spend a lot of time worrying about what others think because that's control. They can think whatever they want. They're, right. That's their freedom, just like it's my freedom to do what I love. And if mm-hmm. anyone has questions or wants to learn more, I'd love to tell them all about it. You know, there's Mm -hmm. been speculation, but I don't even want to put energy into the speculation because what I'm doing here is opening my home up and I've grown this, not even grown, I've been blessed with this community Mm -hmm. that has accepted me and I've accepted them. And I would have never met 
this amazing creative group if I wouldn't have done this. So yeah. it's, it's been such a trajectory in my life that's really changed it. Mm-hmm. I love weirdos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quote unquote weirdos. You know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> I don't like normal people. They're weird. <laughs> They're creepy. You know? Don't you feel that way? Like you're like I don't look like a normal person. No, anymore, you don't so at all. So like I don't normally not just to get put a ra- out yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and that's for for me personally. Um, I love everyone. Yeah. So I I hate to even say I don't because I don't know what is normal anyway. No, that's there's just, that's that's but a, you yeah. guys are that I love your viewpoint too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I love that viewpoint for you, for you. Yeah, I know. But I, I just love... For you. <laughs> I love for you, for, for you. Us. For us. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, like, what, and what's, like, a good piece of advice that you would give, like, a young woman who is wanting, like, an entrepreneur who is wanting to, you ha- you know, has a vision and wants to to move forward? Like, what's a good piece of advice you would, like, give a young girl who is scared to take the next step or you know afraid of what people might think Mm -hmm. I would first recommend spending time on why they're scared okay and however they want to work through that because until you get past that you're not going to be able to focus and put all your energy into it Mm -hmm. the second thing I would do is really find out why you're interested and what the end goal is that you want to achieve and Mm -hmm. what about it is going to make you happy and are you doing it for yourself so all those like you want this um because like there was this gal I met I love I barefoot water ski I ride a motorcycle Mm -hmm. she was a skateboarder I'm like oh I want to learn how to skateboard and I know this isn't a business but I said that to her and then she's like, oh, I can't. And I said, you know what? I really don't want to learn how to skateboard. I don't even know why I just said that. But just really <laughs> yeah. identifying, do you really want to do it? And yeah. then once you decide you want to do it, then do the research. Yeah. You know, you have to spend the time and do the research on, is it a lucrative market? What is the market doing? Who's your competition? And right. Is it a good fit? Is it a good fit? But at the same time, I wouldn't waste a ton of time on those details like the business plan all that unless you know for sure it's what you want to do Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people can waste a lot of time of starting over starting over and I myself have done that like first Mm -hmm. I wanted to do lingerie and but at the end of the day I've learned something from each of those and at the core I love loving people Mm -hmm. you know and so that's what my business really is. I mean, it's called the Zebra House, but there's so many different aspects that come out of the parent company, which is Zebra and Co., which is a full-blown marketing agency. Okay. So this is just one component. So it probably was a very long, long answer. <laughs> no, um, it's good. But yeah, and also you have to have the, the financial stability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what will that investment take? Um, so part of me is like, if it's a true business venture, mm-hmm. take the time. But it's if it's something which Geraldine has taught me how to do is faffoing, fuck around and find out. <laughs> sometimes you just like your love, yep. your love sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to put it out to the universe mm-hmm. and 
that's what she and I have done with this wallpaper. And now she's taken that mm-hmm. and is flourishing. And I think that's something too, is like, it's okay to be a part of partnering with someone, mm-hmm. but then letting them take that opportunity as their business. Yeah, and partnering, as I know, can be sticky. It can. So let's just collaborate with each other. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we get, oh, we have to... But just collaboration and being out there. And I don't really... I'm not a big fan of networking. But the networking in the sense of just showing up at places and communities you want to learn more about. Mm -hmm. That's networking. Like doing something that you genuinely are interested in yeah and you're gonna meet a ton of people mm-hmm. maybe the man of your dreams or the woman of your dreams or <laughs> whatever gender of your dreams you want mm-hmm. you know so anyway yeah i love what do you that think of that pussy cat <laughs> kayla's just silent i was letting you go on in your talk no <laughs> i feel that also i started a limo business I was gonna start a salon I uh, what else I wanted to do my own like fashion line and I did none of those right like I started them but I didn't they weren't a good fit and did you have fun doing it I did have did fun doing it something? I lose some I lost a little bit of money luckily I my dad taught me well I'm financially pretty smart and I was able to like start those things and get out of them pretty quickly but um you know, it, that that's the thing with entrepreneurship is it's trial and error. It is. Like, even today when we come in here today, I'm like, oh, my microphones aren't working. You know, like, things are just, that's just it's, how it happens. You have to roll with the punches like you mm-hmm. literally don't get an option. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> People will be like, oh, you, you can't do it. And I'm like, no, like, we have to. Like, we have to figure it out. We're it's just going to figure it out. Yeah. already here. Yeah, and if, it, if, if it's meant to be, the universe is going to be like, this is it. And if it's not, it's probably going to smack you in the ass a little bit. And you're going to be like, okay, maybe I need to take a minute and think about if this is going to work for me. Right, right. And it's okay to change and evolve. You know, I love that mm-hmm. you have all that experience and doing it. Because sometimes people will be like, oh, she's doing this. And it's like... Yeah, you could look at that as a negative, or you could look at it as, like, fuck, she, like, goes for it. I know, I know. positive. So I'm glad that you are seeing that because keep doing what you're doing. Because every experience and even the money lost Mm -hmm. was a lesson there, too. I know, and that's the thing. I don't look at them as failures, although, like, people would try to make me feel like, you fucking suck, you fucking aren't good at anything. But I'm like, you know what? Like, no, it was learning. you... You like, tried when other people wouldn't even try. Right. Yeah. And I love those people who just sit around and watch other people and then comment about what the fuck they're doing. Everyone I know. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. But I love those people too because those people give me something also. I learned mm-hmm. something from those people also. Right. So. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. You know. But. Yeah. What does a normal, like, or what is, like, an average day at the Zebra House? Like, when you have guests here, like, what what is, like, what is an experience for a guest at the Zebra House? Um, it varies depending on who it is, but I would say I typically like to do something nice for them. Um, so I try to find out, like, you mentioned... What was the uh, the movie? Your aunt, or not your aunt, your godmother, that it looks like. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah. So I had this group of um, models come in, and they wanted an Alice in Wonderland theme. Cute. So I got the cupcake holders. I got the hat props. I got all these props, and they came in, and I had 
different sets set up for them and they had the best time Mm -hmm. and you know it was uh the little cupcake type things so that's an experience it just depends on who's walking in the door but I want them to come in and get what they want and no Mm -hmm. matter what that is and you know what it takes so Mm -hmm. I mean obviously I have my boundaries yeah um, of things that (laughs) it's not a free-for-all no it's not a free-for-all um but you know things that can take place here yeah and yeah so but it's just a lot of fun and one thing that I hear over and over is that I just accept them Mm -hmm. you know and it's it's unfortunate that that even has to be said, but that's what our society has kind of, you know, become. True. So, and I've met amazing people from artists and famous people and um, strippers, car owners. Yeah. Lesbians. Everybody. <laughs> gay. <laughs> burlesque yeah that's cool it's and and the thing is is like it could just go on and on and on um but it doesn't matter you know Mm -hmm. like even as I say these words it's like um and they've met me and everything that I am which you guys don't know everything I am so (laughs) (laughs) question mark yeah question mark I love that I love that so much you guys are silly. How much do you guys hang out? Probably like at least once every other week, if not once a week, especially. I only live like 20 minutes away. So okay. Makes it pretty easy. Nice. <laughs> and you- I like to annoy Michael. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't call it annoying. <laughs> I think I annoy Michael. <laughs> and one thing that, so my daughter is 22 and... We have a, I, a, a great relationship, and it's, but it's grown. It hasn't, it's like all relationships. It's, it's just, it's developed, and she's always allowed me in her friends' lives, and I was 11 when my first niece was born, mm-hmm. so I've always just had this connection, I feel like, to kind of this age gap, like on the younger side and the older side, um, or maybe it's from past life or something. But my 27-year-old Kayla here, <laughs> she loves it when we come visit her. Yeah, they hang at out work. with me. We do all types of stuff. Yeah, she's like, what the hell are you doing here? They'll do anything. They'll come up to a bike walk. They'll just show up. They show up. Anne-Marie's the queen of showing up. <laughs> I love that. It'll be anything. Or it'll be like 1, one o'clock on like a Wednesday, and she'll be like, yeah. So do you want to go on the boat or are you doing something? And I'm like, nope, I'm not doing anything. Actually, nothing going on. Yeah. Um, totally diverting. But one thing, Astara, who I met, she did the kitchen amazing job. But she had this quote and it was, if it doesn't make money, it doesn't make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make money. I think that's how it goes. Yeah. Because if right. it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make dollars. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> See? That's... You make me proud. How does it go again? Whose quote is that? If it doesn't make money, it doesn't make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make dollars. I don't know whose quote is this, but yeah. I know that. A star taught it. I've, that I've, concept. I get the concept, I've, but it's very I've true. I've that my whole life. I know that concept. I'm like looking I always tell guys, if 
I'm really good at math and the things don't add. You better do your math before you want me to start adding. <laughs> then they get mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of my life, the shit I did didn't make any sense at Dude, all. Dude, I will literally tell them that. I'll be like, the math isn't mathing. Ever. Or I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm that person. I'm like, yep, you're muted. Or you know what? I'm fucking blocking you. Like just outright saying it and then doing it. Yeah. And then like, you know what you did. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to explain it to you. I don't think. And sometimes I feel like when I do explain it to them, like the explanation I get back isn't even the truth. So I don't even bother wanting an explanation. I'll be like, does make sense? We're no good. Dollars. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Peace. Why deal with a liar when I know people who send me money for my bills that don't even lie? This is crazy. <laughs> they don't even know me. They literally, they don't even know where I live or anything. I have a fucking P.O. box. See, like, yeah. what? So yeah. don't I have good business advice? Yeah, from I don't know. There's Look at always that, that good cool. business advice around mm-hmm. here. So, Kayla, you are like, you're a content creator. Is that what you call yourself? Model? I don't know. I don't even know what to call it anymore. Um, Like, I model for like certain companies and brands that I like. I'm friends with or I've like partnered with I work for Suicide Girl since 2018 um Penny Suicide has been my friend for a really long time um and then I've done brands I've done events I've done houses I do photography sometimes on the side when it's something that I really want to do um I ran a bike wash with my friends for two or three years now so I had a bike wash company we gotta then, do one of those oh yeah we have to do that one that we talked about and then um all I, ages like 21 and above. So Jean funny. would do it. We should do it with Aging But Dangerous. That would be cool. <gasps> Cute. Um, yes. So, and then um, I've been a dancer since I was 19. So now I just work mostly at the Seville downtown Minneapolis. Okay. So, yeah, I just work all the time. Work, 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 work. What is like an average day for you? I is it know. always just different? Yeah, like, some days it's, like, a project that I'm doing, like, at my house. Like, I have things that I do to my house to make it look how I want. So, some days it's, like, a project. So, like, when I take pictures of myself at my house or something, it looks a proper way. Or some days it's going to hang out with one of my friends. Some days I have to take pictures. Some days, if it's an event downtown, I have to work. Um, I have Zoom meetings. I always have emails. There's always packages. I always have to go and get packages. I'm sick of my <coughs> elevator being broken this week. It's fucking making me fall apart. <laughs> I live on the third floor. I can't live like this for two more months. Ugh, groceries and shit. It's so yeah. bad. Yeah, and then I, you have, like, all these jobs and all these things that you do and, like, I don't know. I've always found, like, men that I've, like, talked to or dated, they always think that I'm, like, sitting at home, I think. Like, they think that I'm just, like, lazy. Or they'll, <laughs> they'll be, like, oh, like, they'll You're say You're just taking things. lingerie pics Yeah, no, I swear to God. They'll be, like, oh, well, some of us have real jobs. Okay, that's mansplaining. Like, I feel like that's, like, that mansplaining. Like, like, that literally, to me, is, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing... I bring in real money, probably more than most men I've dated. Not all. I've dated maybe two or three men that make a lot more money you than I do. You should ask them, what is the but definition what? of a real job? But yeah. real job. Like, I pay my fucking taxes. Do you want to see them? There's a lot of men, though, that, like, think... I don't even get money back in taxes like you do for your real job. Right. Like, like, what? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of men. Like, I'm not trying to make a gross generalization, but I feel like there's a lot of men where they're like, oh, you guys just sit around and, eat and fucking drink tea oh. and fucking... You know what I mean? Or like, I'll be like, I'm going to work, and they'll be like, what did this one guy used to do? 
oh, you're going to do hoe shit? Like, <laughs> do you know what it's like going to work at a strip club? Like, first, I literally stare in the mirror for 20 minutes. I'm like, great, I'm going to go talk to all these people I don't even want to talk to. Let's get you this going. You just have to blow smoke <laughs> up everybody's ass. Until like, I find someone who's like, wow, this person might be actually nice. But then when I spent an hour or two alone with them, I found out, no, they're not nice. And there's probably a reason why their wife doesn't like them. Like, you either get, like, a super great customer, which doesn't really happen that often, or you get, like, the total opposite. Like, and then they'll be, like, rare real, to find, like, a good Real one. job. And I'm, like, okay. <laughs> really? Like, I've said, I've said to guys that I've talked to recently in the last, like, year, I'll be, like, yeah, so do you want me to go to work for you and I'll go to you can go to work for me? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that would go well. I don't think that would go well either. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Are you going to go pour concrete and they're going to go strip? Like, <laughs> like, literally, like, I'm not saying I can do your job. I never said that. But I never, like, discredited your job for being less of value than mine. So if you want to swap, yeah. we can swap. <laughs> like, I don't fucking care. That's hard. I don't like that. I'm just, like, accustomed to it, so I'm kind of an asshole about it back. Like, okay, we can swap. Or, like, yeah. sometimes I just don't even respond. I honestly, sometimes I just get so annoyed that I just, like, don't respond. Or there's, like, this thing on Snapchat. I know how to sideswipe, so I can, like, look at messages and it, Wait, like... you know how to sideswipe? Oh, yeah. Have you ever, have I ever showed you sideswiping? <laughs> so you sideswipe, and you can, like, Wait. view the message without saying that you opened it, and it oh. slides back. Oh, you need to show us your ways. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't have a lot of whole lot yeah, of that going on. But like, if my boyfriend and I are fighting, no, I'm not about to no, open a message you. from him right away. Wait, this is on Snapchat only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, I'll show you. Oh, I don't even have Snapchat, so never so mind. So you do like this, and you can see what somebody said. Mm. And then it doesn't tell them. That you hold on to How it. Do you you do don't it? let it go. How you do just you, do it? you swipe over to the no, right. No, no. You can't. It has to be when they when it's like a me- like a blue message, right? So then you can see it. Oh. And then it shows something you did. But what about the video? So, like, when when people message me crazy shit on the internet, right? I'm mm-hmm. literally, like, sideswipe it. And if it's not something I ever wanted to deal with, mm-hmm. like, okay, today, fine. Don't care. Swipe back. Never right. see it. Never they didn't even see So you're just like swiping to so the right and holding it. So they just compile. And then, like, every hundred that, like, go down, they, like, delete. But, yeah, I have, like, probably, like, probably 2,000 unopened Snapchats because of that. Damn. You just don't respond. Like, I've seen it, but you never know mm-hmm. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to know. Okay. Well, if you guys want to see <laughs> any of Kayla's content, where do you follow? Instagram? Because you have yeah. a link tree with all your, like... Yeah, I'm, like, on Instagram the most, honestly. I don't even know. Yeah, right? Instagram. Suicide Girls. Facebook. I don't even remember. So your handle is Ransom Reaper. Yeah, everything. If you just type it on the internet, Ransom Reaper, literally everything that I'm on pops up. And some terrible rap song pops up too. That's amazing. But... (laughs) Like I everything that you're after, on pops up. After the last few years, I think that that's Everything stopped. you're on pops up. <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> slowing it down. That was good. That was good. Okay. Hey, speaking of slowing it down, <laughs> that was... Yesterday, you and I were talking, and you had that really good point about slowing the mind down. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, when we were... Okay, so no, we were talking about... What were you talking about? You were talking about, 
Michael came home and you had to slow down because you wanted to react to what he said to you about something and you didn't. Yeah, and he came home and asked me, like, why that paint bucket was there. And I'm thinking, oh, I worked my ass off all day. And instead of acknowledging that, yeah. he's like that. But I thought, you know what? Why does that even upset me? Because he didn't give me the response that I wanted. So then I'm like, good for him. <laughs> He was curious why the damn... So it was one so of you those... So you just, like, like, politely answer. You're like, well... Yeah, and it was... um, But I could have gotten annoyed, and I'm like, why get annoyed? Again, it's mm-hmm. back to that whole thing, because he didn't respond how I wanted him to. I thought... And then I'm like, no, that's stupid, because that's just bad negativity for me, too. But we were just right. talking about sometimes, like, our emotions, like, just slow down. Why do we... We're, we're our worst enemy. Like, why do we spend time on some of this shit? Well, we were talking about if you don't get the response or, like, the reaction that you wanted out of somebody, why do you pour more emotion into it showing that you're upset that you didn't get something that you wanted instead of just walking away from it and going to get whatever you do want. it was that you do want or, yeah. like, the reaction that you're looking to get out of that person, how can you get that yourself instead of trying to get it out of somebody else? and mm-hmm. And, or... When you're arguing with somebody, if it's an important relationship to you, how can you slow down so it doesn't cause more problems in the relationship because you're not seeing their point of view because you're at a different point of view because you're both frustrated. Isn't mm-hmm, that what mm-hmm. we're talking about? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that makes sense. So, like, you're not wasting your own energy. <coughs> right. Like, essentially. It's just yeah. to essentially, literally, literally, you're just wasting it. Well, and that's mm-hmm. like, okay, and people will be like, oh, so you mm-hmm. look at people's messages and you, like, don't respond? No, I'm not wasting my energy on anything that I don't want to waste my energy on. If I can see what you're saying Mm -hmm. and what you're saying is what 90.99999% of the people on the internet say to me Mm -hmm. and I don't know you right I'm not going to talk to you yeah and I think that's too even with success whether you're a college student business if you let that negativity divert you you're not going to move forward I mean in times of my life um I had a very, very successful career, started working when I was 14, and the times where maybe it didn't end up how I wanted it to, I'm the only one to blame because it was a decision Mm -hmm. that I didn't make and I let other views make it, and it's my own fault. I mean, anything in life, I mean, there are tragic things that happen that are out of our control, but life decisions, I mean, even my daughter, she's in her last year of college, we were talking about something, and I knew she was very, very upset, but she can let that event kind of take her off track of having to kick ass this last semester. Mm-hmm. So I think just being in control of our emotions and what we want to even spend time on, mm-hmm. because I'm giving up positive energy or moving forward in a different angle versus this negative but also, too, there's times where you have to feel the negative and just feel That's like true. shit and then feel that shit, too, you know? Yeah, I mean, like... So, but it only looks... you, I guess the bottom line is, like, only you can do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've heard people say, oh, you took my something away from me. I didn't take anything away from you. You mm-hmm. allowed it to happen. Yeah, even, like, past... Like, I have a therapist currently, and we get into, like, past relationships, right? And I'm like, well, there's no one to blame but myself, Right. right. Like, sometimes it might be hard for you to see, like, oh, I should change this, right? But right. ultimately, you made those decisions, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Like, you weren't held captive or hostage or, like... Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. So I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you are in control and it is your choice. Right. And you don't want to literally waste your precious energy. Yes, exactly. On something. I've been through five engagements and two marriages. Mm-hmm. I am happy I went through every single one of those. Mm-hmm. And I even said to my daughter, each one of those was... A very life changing. One I was working in Manhattan, and I was out there six years. And but we just outgrew each other. And I can say I have respect for every man I've ever dated mm-hmm. or been engaged to. And there aren't That's really good. hard. We just outgrew each other. But the biggest thing we is if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. Because mm-hmm. when people show you who they are, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. Accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then the only person you can blame in the end is yourself. Exactly. If, They're if, showing you their true colors, making yeah. these, have right. fun with the fantasies in your mind, but they're showing you. Right. That's a, that's a really hard, that's been a hard thing for me to see. I'm always like, but no, it could be this romantic thing. And no. No. It gets old so fast. I'm literally like the most like just sourly blunt person. I think I literally hear how I'm like not very emotional from people that I've had like relationships with. But like you can't over push yourself with all these emotions into somebody. Especially when you don't actually know what someone is doing all day. You don't actually know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like. And I say that in the nicest way with, like, the biggest grain of salt. But, like, you have to understand that I literally have married men who send me money on the internet. I have married men who stalk me on the internet. Mm-hmm. I have married men who come to the strip club and tell their wives that they're out with their friends. Like, mm-hmm. you actually have no idea what they're doing. No. You no. don't. You don't know who you're sitting next to. I promise that you don't. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't matter how hard you try or how much work that you put into it. Mm-hmm. They're always going to not tell you something. And, yeah. like, girls don't like when you say things like that. But, like, yeah. I've literally seen it firsthand every single day of my life. So, it would be really hard for someone yeah. to convince me something different. <laughs> yep. Every, every so person, every man I've ever dated has gone to the strip club. Right? Like, let's, and like whatever. Like, I, I actually, I told my current partner now i'm like i love the strip club i used to love going to the one it was at holton wisconsin um cajun club i used to fucking love going there i would hang out with the girls and i would buy cheap drinks and i loved it but they always ruined it for me the guys i was with they always fucking ruined it because they're just like you know what i mean like it's a weird thing or they would end up going alone and not telling me and that was like see but i it's so hard for me like, I know people that go in the strip club and they just go in the strip club to hang out and it's mm-hmm. not, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then I know people who go in the strip club and they go in the strip club for attention. And I know people that go in the strip club and they pay for attention. And, like, right. there are so many different realms of the strip club. Um, but, like, the, the guy that I talked to most recently in my life, he said something that, like, really made me laugh. It was... <laughs> Because it's true. Like, I love the truth. I would rather someone tell me the fucking dead honest truth no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, saying something. I'm like, sometimes I see girls who are so pretty. Like, you know, they just don't make as much money as some other girls. And, like, like you know, I mm-hmm. just, I'm always paying attention to things. And he said something to me, something along the lines of, like, if a guy hasn't slept with anyone in a while, he'll literally, like, fuck a wet hole in the wall. And if he tells you no, he's a liar. Right. Which literally is, like... 
a guy will sleep with anyone if that's really ultimately what he needs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's the most honest thing I've <laughs> ever heard. At least someone out of a man's mouth around here because yeah. literally like that's the same thing that like, okay, I will be dealing with customers and they'll be like, yeah, so $2,000 and I'll take you home. And I'm like, no. And they're like, $2,000. And I'm like, no. And they're like, $4,000. And I will say no. And they'll be like, how much? And I'm like, there isn't a price. And it upsets them every time. Mm-hmm. They get irked every time. I've had people offer me the most ridiculous amounts of money. I've had people transfer me half and say, like, I'll give you the other half if you call me back. Like, it is You're like, what? <laughs> and after they went through a 10 to 15 minute rant about how they would this isn't cheating because it's different and they would never they love their wife so much and like they they like push themselves so hard in these like mindsets and i'm like people are always like oh are you excited to get married and i'm like no Mm -hmm. because when i get married you have to be my best friend first of all like there just isn't another way around that because when you do screw up because you're going to because in my head there's no way that you're not going to because i've worked in this industry where that's all that happens and i mm-hmm. and these men will tell me what they do to fix when they screw up <laughs> yeah so it's like i'm yeah. on the like i'm basically mm-hmm. listening to the whole blueprint of the whole fucking mm-hmm. plan you're in the behind the scenes sorry like i get the blueprint of the plan right so it's like everyone's like oh are you excited and i'm like you're getting a whole other story that i'm getting right <laughs> i'm at home i'm getting a different oh, story you're getting the other story right like yeah. i've I always tell people, like, I've lived the lifestyle of basically being someone's side girlfriend with action without actually being their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, all I do is have these friendships with men where, like, they tell me about their lives and they come into my work and they get dances and spend time around me for years mm-hmm. and years mm-hmm. and years. And, like, right. you get to know them and it's just, like, a very different experience. Like, you look at a lot, not all marriages, but a lot of people's marriages are like mm-hmm. not happy. Like you oh, yeah. you can't be happy in your marriage if you're coming to the strip club and spending a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. And as a wife, I couldn't be happy knowing that my husband I is giving people thousands of dollars. <laughs> I know. For the attention that they think that they want from me, but they can't communicate to me mm-hmm. that they want. Ultimately, all their problems, it seems, at the strip club between the wives and the husbands is they all can't communicate with each right. other. Believe it or not, that's a pretty big problem. Yeah, and you know what? It's can crazy. I, can I chime in on something? Yeah. Just from experience, since I'm almost double your age, but you're such a, not an old soul, but you're ahead of your times. You're very smart. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's got a very good, even her mm-hmm. business, like, she operates it very smart. Like, it's very impressive. I mean, well, you like, have to be literal. Like, I... See, I've had a lot of, like... In my line of work, because I'm on the internet, mm-hmm. if women find out that their husband or their boyfriend is somebody who regularly gives me money, I've had a lot of, what do they call them, like, coming to you as a girl talk. Oh, or I love those. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. I fucking hate them. Um, I've been there. <laughs> and I'm like, him. hey, and, and for set. me... It's, like, so from, like, this most, like, uncomfortable stance, Wait, like... I'm not following you. You've never heard of those? Wait, st- I didn't hear it correctly. So like, yeah. okay, so, like, I don't know how to explain this, Anne. It's, like, these, like, messages that I get. Yeah. And they'll be, like, this is me 
coming to you as his girlfriend or coming to you as oh, his yes, wife yes, yes, and yes. like are you guys dating and i'm like absolutely not like right I like work i work at the here. club and he comes in and you know like he pays 600 dollars an hour and like whatever i don't go into specifics but like absolutely not we're not dating like the basis of all of my relationships with all of my regulars is all of the same framework like it's it doesn't change so when you get these coming to you as a girl messages and because I'm coming to you, I would appreciate it that you no longer take his money. Like, no. You know what? Like, like, yeah. You're, you're totally you missing the point. Doula. No, you're like, <laughs> you're totally missing the point. So you, yeah. so this is what I mean. Like, women don't actually, like, sit and think down what the problem, what's causing problems or how to step away so problems can be resolved without them putting so much pressure on them or investing all this emotion into something that they're not getting out of. But how is me not taking his money and giving him this attention that he's looking for and all whatever it is, which is never anything sexual, then if I'm doing all these things for him and you tell me to stop, you don't think that he's going to go find some girl somewhere else who's going to do that and maybe do more for him that's going to even stress you out more? Probably. It's life. We, yeah. That's why we do So what? But why anyone. don't you slow down to think about what the root causes of your husband or your boyfriend or whoever it is that is... <sighs> yeah talking to me or spending money Mm -hmm. on me and if it's something that you come up with the answers is they like more than one woman they like taking care of more than one woman there's something that you're not doing whatever the outcome is you dug for that that's what you have to deal with that ultimately if you don't want to deal with anymore then you don't want to be with that person but like that's the truth of it Mm -hmm. going to the girls and be like if you stop deal with him right (laughs) what the fuck is this i'm so sick of it like Oh. oh, these coming to you as a girl, coming to you as this. Okay, what's your relationship to him? Is it the right. same as what he told me it is? Okay, if he lied to me, then I'm not fucking talking to him. Right. You I mean, deal with him. That's your problem. Yeah, for you. Yeah, but like simply, it's a it's an A and B conversation, and that's them. They're A and B, Literally, right? You're and you're a C. And B. I'm and at you're work. C, <laughs> you and you're like, I'm just over here. Unless I'm at work. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm sorry. That's unfortunate that he's lying to you. I can't but be the only. This cannot be the only problem that you've ever had. I right. can't be the only girl. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't ever understand like the whole. I'm coming to you as. I've had that shit girl, happen. Come fucking get him. Yeah. Yeah. As a model, as like a bike wash girl, the messages that I get sometimes are fucking insane. Yeah. Like See, that's why though, if we could just literally be with each other. People don't want to hear the truth. If we could just say, hey, oh my God, I don't like going to a strip club. Wait, I like. I don't want your man. I have slept with less men than I have fucking fingers. I don't want yours. But here's the thing, like, that, it might be, like, they're the issue, right? Like, and I'm not even trying to, like, the girl might, like, they're they're not, they're maybe (laughs) not doing for their man what they need to do. Right, and, you and so it's easier to point fingers at Kayla and be like, "Kayla's the problem." Right, when if, it's this person who's really shitty at okay. sucking off their boyfriend sometimes. Not even that. That <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, like or talking to him or like asking him what he needs because it's it not be men have needs. You know what the problem is the num the two they numbers to begin with. The two be. problems yeah, that are, there always are. The yeah. two problems that there always are is that. Girls are far more invested in the relationship than the men are, and they completely yeah. <laughs> rely their entire fucking personality off of someone. Mm-hmm. That's one problem. And when somebody feels that somebody doesn't have their own life outside of them, mm-hmm. it causes extreme, 
stress, frustration, anxiety, and resentment. Right. Can you imagine living yeah. with somebody for 10 years who has no individuality now because everything that is their life is your life, so they literally need to know everything about you all the time, every second of the day? Yeah, because they, like, attach themselves and their personality. Or, and, like, even, like, girls in relationships, I found this be, like, a very common thing. Like, they cannot detach themselves. They cannot say, hey, I'm not in a good headspace, so we're not going to talk for a week. Or, like, Mm -hmm. hey, I just, I'm just not going to talk to him for three or four days. No, they get in, like, this anxiety. What if he meets somebody else? Like, they get crazy. Yeah. And it's, like, if you can't detach yourself from people, Mm -hmm. then you're never going to be happy because they can detach themselves from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that goes back to, like, putting yourself first. Right. right. Like, okay, like, but I'm some sorry. some people are not but good at that. I'm sorry, when these men are in the strip club, like, I'm not even trying to be a dick, but they're not answering your guys' phone call. No. I'm sitting there watching them click, 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 click. I'm seeing your messages. Baby, where are you? Baby, how are you? Baby, are you okay? <laughs> Just tell me where you're at. He's gonna fucking lie to you. Hey, hey. Side note. <laughs> side note. You guys listen to this. I've literally been there somewhere. No. Someone that I was in with. Literally his, listen, his, you, some girl was watching his fucking, messages. His fucking off. phone FaceTimed me. me. Hey, hey, my boyfriend at the time, his phone FaceTimed me, dude. And it was sitting here. And she was on his lap. And I'm fucking like, hey, motherfucker. Like, you said that you were here. And, like, that's when I got upset. But but then I was like, wait, what am I doing? Like, I'm fucking, what, I have two children. I'm fucking babysitting where this motherfucker is at. Like, never in my life. See, that's what's beautiful. Like, you had the boundaries. Mm-hmm. He overstepped the boundaries. Yeah. That's, we're moving on. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it, it wasn't like that quickly, but yes. Right, like, but in, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was we I, on the hey, road. Hey, hey, I fucking pulled up to his location. It was Dude, Spearmint Rhino. No. Hey, it was Spearmint <laughs> Rhino. And I fucking pulled up and I was oh, like, no. I texted him. I was like, get your ass in the car. We're going home and we're going to talk about this. Because I did. I flipped a lid, bro. I was. Flipped a lid. I fucking flipped oh, out. I, too. I flipped out. Because I was like, we have kids. Like, this is a whole situation. Like, and I, and I, have, no, and I have nothing against the stripper. Don't care, right? Wow. It was him. Dude. It was him, and it was us. It was our so was this your uh, husband? side note. I love, I, I love a pull up. No, my <laughs> yeah. number one. This is. Funny. I was about to come this in. I'm like, like my toxic. I'm like, you want to see how much fun I can my have? My favorite go. thing is even if I hate you, like mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you, I'm mad at you. I say I'm never fucking talking to you again, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do something, and you show up there, even if you know. I don't want to fucking see you. Right. I love someone where I tell you about something. You tell me, oh yeah, I pulled up. I seen what you were talking about. Pulled yeah, up. Da, da, da. There's something up. Like it's it's pop it, up. It, my mom. Yeah. My mom's like, you like stalkers? No, it's a pull up. I like. Yeah. Don't call it a stalker. But I like pull up. Who, call it. I'm there. Oh, yeah. you're here? Okay, well, I'm outside. I think it was when I was a kid, anytime that I did something, like, mm-hmm. really bad, my dad would come fucking find me. My dad is like... Oh, yeah, the, my dad did that My too. dad is the epitome of a pull-up. Like, oh, really? Whose house? Oh, Rachel's? I'm standing outside Rachel's house right now, and I don't see your car. Like, literally, like, ask you a question, already standing, knowing the answer. So I think, like, when I date men or when I talk to men, like, if you do that type of shit, like, oh, you're at work right now? Shows up at my job. Oh, you are at work right now. Okay. <laughs> Like, literally, I love it. Like, I don't know what it is. It's, like, my most toxic trait that I enjoy. Like, I enjoy when someone literally is, like, has to make sure that I'm somewhere. (laughs) Sometimes I will try to make you make sure where I'm at. I don't know. Like, I love it. There's one, like, 
I will make you hunt me down. If I feel like someone's not chasing me, I, like, don't even like them anymore. What sign are you? I'm a cancer. Okay. It doesn't make sense. No, nothing I was going to say, whoa. Nothing about my astrology. <laughs> no, I've heard this my whole life. Nothing about me adds up to, like, the astrology. No. Okay. I was going to guess you were an Aries or something because I am that way and I'm, I, I like just want people to be so, up front. I'm an Aries. I'm yes. so And I just reckless. want, I want you to just it's tell like, me what the fuck is going on and people don't, hate me because I'll be like, I just tell me what's Literally, happening. like, people will be like, what? And I'm like, so... April 16th. I'll be like, are you wasting my time? And they're like, why? And I'm like, because if like, if I get like this sense that you're even like slightly wasting my time, like I just literally won't talk to you again. And they're like, are you fucking serious? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, no, ask anyone that's ever even talked to me. If I feel like I really, you're just wasting my time. I will literally just like never talk to you again. (laughs) Or if I feel like your energy is like, just not it. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, no, we're done here. That and sounds then, like, very Aries, doesn't it? Like, that's over. Like, and doesn't that seem dismissed. very Aries? Like, see, you're we don't even what need... Marilyn Monroe should have been doing. We, we don't. Yeah. This guy's totally taking <laughs> the beauty queen. Yeah. We don't even like need to even discuss what you did. Like you already know. Like mm-hmm. if I stop talking to you, yeah. then you're gonna sit down and you're gonna be like, "Damn, why did she stop talking to me?" And then the result is you're either going to realize the things that you did wrong, or you're not going to take. Um, like what responsibility or the self-realization of why I was upset or why I don't want to fucking talk to you and you're not going to do anything about it because you don't think that you're the problem then obviously I really didn't want to talk to you but if you sit down by yourself and you think about it and you know that you fucked up and you say that you're sorry and Mm -hmm. you actually fucking mean it then maybe we have something going for ourselves here but like no I'm not gonna no too much work but then, see, then that's the thing. You're just, you're elevated and you're above these people because your self-realization skills. <laughs> no, nobody. So. But no, that's hard, no, though. Okay, like, think about having, like, a little five-year-old then one of those little toddler leashes. I do it not want a fucking hard. grown adult on a toddler leash. Like, I don't want Some a grown people adult on a fucking toddler leash. Some like, people, it's really fucking hard to be like, I'm the problem. I know I'm the fucking problem. I know I'm the problem. I know I'm the problem. Like, a lot of the time, like, I've even, like, my ex-husband's mom, like, she asked me something about, like, an ex-boyfriend I had before him, and I'm like, yeah, and I fucking just said it, because I was like, I don't care, you know, I'm not embarrassed, like, I know I did, like, fucked up shit before, you know, like, it's just, it wasn't... It is what okay, it is. Right. Like I'm, I'm not literally always not the problem, yeah. but I'm yeah. in some places you own it. where I am most definitely the problem. Yeah. And like, no. No, even like the problem. most recent person that I've been talking to, like I remember one time I like went through like a stint of like seven emotions probably in like mm-hmm. three days. Yep. And then when I finally was alone with them, they're like, "So, so do you want to talk about like?" how you've been acting and I'm like acting how and they're like no like seriously like why you freaked out and I'm like no no <laughs> no I don't know what you're talking about like yeah like I'm I actually get it. okay yeah I'm fine but I have this like toxic trait of just thinking that like everybody thinks the same way I do <laughs> right so like dude I'm always like my boyfriend gets so mad at me he's like even with people I still have to deal with like let's say I'm I don't want to be like mean like that but like people that still are in my life like some family members or like ex you know like Mm -hmm. this but he's like why do you always treat everybody like they're gonna do the right thing just because you generally do do the right thing and I'm like I don't know and it is hard because I think that the logical thing that would cause you less fucking work would be the right thing to do because that 
would be the easy framework for everyone that would create the least amount of problems. No. No, and I, like, even when it comes to my... I've always had this... I had the hardest lessons in life when I was younger of, like, I, like, like, I'm so brutally honest. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't lie. I'm, like, brutally honest. I always tell the truth. Like, or I always don't tell people the whole truth if it's not their business. Like, I know how to, like, ride on that line. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I was younger, I would be brutally honest with men. And they would fucking hate it. Mm -hmm. They would hate it. They don't like brutally honest. They don't like honest. Mm-hmm. They don't. They want you to kind of lie to them, but they don't want you to lie to them. It's literally yeah. the craziest thing I've ever experienced. I'm not quite sure what is wrong with almost all of them in this framework mm-hmm. that they have. Um, but they will lie to you, mm-hmm. like nonstop. Um, mm-hmm. you can catch them in the craziest ways. Yeah. With all the proof, mm-hmm. and they will pull out the craziest story for you. Which comes back to why I never even ask people, like, give them even the audacity of, like, an explanation or closure. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone who's ever even gotten that out of me, it's just because I wanted to see if you were going to tell the truth or not. Mm-hmm. And normally, they tell on themselves way too fucking much. I wish yes. they knew that. Yeah. <laughs> and people are always, like, you know, they say there's, like, that thing, like, criminals aren't smart or whatever. You know, there's, like, that saying, like... Yeah. But I feel like like narcissists, like people, like they're, they're not smart. They're not calculated. They think they're They just so, talk. They don't even remember the things that they said five days ago. No, I don't fuck with people <laughs> like that anymore. And I know like I haven't always been that way. Like I've definitely been like somebody who started a fucking argument or started some shit or fucking lied about something. But at this point in my life, I'm like, I just, if somebody's shit doesn't add up, I'm like, bye. I just don't want to <laughs> do it no more. Yeah. Like... You'll, and, like, I so, – and I'll tell people, I'm, like, sometimes you'll just notice, that like, I suddenly just don't really want to talk to you anymore. Or I'm, like, suddenly mm-hmm. not asking you what you're doing and who you're with. Right. And, like, you're feeling more inclined to share that with me. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm not someone who's, like, who's there, who's that, where, with who. I don't right. fucking care. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even really ask those questions. And if I do ask them, it's because I feel like someone wants me to ask them. Mm-hmm. It's not because I want to know. Right. The one thing that I think girls really, like, have the hardest, like, time understanding, like, universally is, like, literally people are going to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. And <laughs> nothing that yeah. you force upon them. Men especially, request like. Request upon them. Yeah. Um, make a goal line upon them for is right. going to stop them from doing that. That's why my favorite Ever. quote is, people never <laughs> yeah. fail to shock the shit out of you. They're always going to do whatever but- they want. So I shocked the shit out of myself the other day. So you might as well <laughs> sit down. It's the first time I'm like, do well, what this you quote want. Fits me. They're <laughs> always gonna show you that they're gonna do what they want. And girls don't. I want And that's them. why you gotta do what you want to well, do. Well, that's why I don't understand. Like they spend all this time and this energy like chasing into something or like he's not answering his phone. I'm gonna pull up on his house. Like, no, you're a girl, you're not supposed to you're not well, that shit is fun. You know, they like no, that. It's different like, when they're at a strip club and you get a like that home. And that's, that's totally different, okay? <laughs> that's, that's totally different. Yeah. Now, that's great. That's yeah. golden slice. Now, I'm talking about, like, oh, he's I pull up and I'm me. like, hey, come on. I'm here. Well, Let's I'm have fun. I'm girls that are like, he must be taking a nap. I'm pulling up just to make sure he's not taking a nap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird That shit. That's fuck. weird as fuck. I hear about things like that and I'm mm-hmm. like, no. Your yeah. situation, hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, though. To even give someone that feeling. What? Of wanting to see where you're at. Oh my God, it's so fun. 
it's is addicting. it though? It is. I had that happen on vacation when we just went to Mexico and I think I my husband was coming to just check on me. But for a second I thought, oh my God, he didn't think like he had to check on me. It made him nervous. I love yeah. making someone nervous. Yeah. Not I don't not like by it, the but point that's of cool. Like, I, I like that you like it. I like that for you. Not by the point mm-hmm. of like I want to make you nervous. Mm-hmm. It's that... Okay, like, my brain works a very specific way. So, like, one, I'm not technically dating anyone in my mind. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's that in your mind. <laughs> I'm not anyone's. So, like, if you feel the need to see what I'm doing all the time and mm-hmm. pop up on me and all these things, that's great. I like that. But, like, that's not what you're going to get back from me because we're not dating. So, like, I wouldn't even feel the need to, like, even care. Like, someone could call me and be like, hey, that dude you're talking to is out with some girl. I'd be like, great. And I would, like, hang on the phone and continue doing whatever the hell I'm doing. That's it great. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't bother yeah. me. How about um, made up Now, if we're dating thoughts. and you're out with some girl, I'm going to come slash your fucking tires and then you're not going to be able to yeah. drive her home. So right. you're yeah. going to have to figure that out. Have yeah. you but had like, anyone, though... There's, that's why I don't even date people. Because when you start lying to me and we're dating, then I it's going to get un, unreasonable. And it's going to yeah. get, like, unreasonable to the point, like, I don't, like, go back and forth. Like, I end things. Like, that's how you're going to act? Okay, then that's how we're going to act. Okay, so we will reciprocate the energy that you just gave me. This is what we're turning that energy into. So if you want to do this again, this is going to be your outcome. Do you want to do this again? Let's talk it's about like, but it's basically like being I'm not parents. even chasing after you. I'm yeah. showing up, ruining your day. It's like I'm a parent. How it's... about male-female relationships? I don't even like thinking of it as like a parent because parents fix problems. I show up. I create an even bigger problem for you yeah. so you really learn your lesson. You're showing consequence. I force you to deal with it and then decide if you are still worth me dealing with after that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not parental. No, I mean, like, but you're showing consequence. Though. Oh, no, for sure. There's That's what I mean. Like, Do you ladies ever have um, or have had people accuse you of doing something that you're truly not doing? Yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> every like fucking day. Like having an affair with someone. Oh. Every day. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's just like, that's like something Kayla's talking about. Like, that's a problem with their man, right? Like, they're obviously like super insecure about their relationship. You have to be. But mm-hmm. I have had it in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you dress now. sexier, right, right, than like a crowd of people, like, I used to spend some time at the Wiper Yacht Club and like. I dress like a hoe. Like, I like, yeah. Like, and I like to. Fucking ways. Yes. Your hoe shoes. Your yeah. How tall are those shoes? You have all your tattoos. But then automatically. Your skirt. Yes. Just everything. And automatically that makes you a hoe. Fake nails. Your nails are so long. Your hair. Your eyelashes. It's literally a hundred ways. I heard it a hundred ways. I don't fucking care. I've heard it. I've heard it from men that I literally date and or talk to. Your Mm -hmm. eyelashes are too long. You could fly away with those eyelashes. (laughs) Like, you fucking liked me and were talking to me when my eyelashes were this fucking long. So if you've got a problem with them this much longer in this relationship, then fly the fuck away because they're staying. Yeah. We should get a t-shirt. We should get a t-shirt that says, I know you're thinking about my eyelashes right now. I know. Seriously. And I know you're... And then on the back... Bitch, I know you're gonna be talking about them later too. Yes, <laughs> like, literally. Your eyelashes are too long. Oh my god, those nails are too long. I swear to God, I've been hearing that for like ever. 
your nails are too long. Do you know your how long my long. family members have been saying, like, oh, your hair, oh, your eyelash. I'm like, okay, it's been fucking 17 years that I've been doing this, so like, when are you going to shut up? And, yeah, and it was really... Probably never. Say, probably never. The tattoo thing finally died in my family. <laughs> it finally completely, like, nobody even says anything about it anymore. Yeah. Like... It went from being, like, the elephant in the room for, like, so long. I'm 27, so nine years. Mm -hmm. And now, when I go to, like, a larger family gathering, it's not my immediate family. Everyone else doesn't really care. But larger family gathering, it used to be like, ooh, look, she got another tattoo. Now I show up and everyone's just like, she's here. She came. Thank God. Wow. Only took nine years. And if you were in L.A., when you guys said the word normal, it'd be normal. (laughs) It'd be normal until I opened my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Midwest is I definitely weird. It would be normal until I There's a lot of, like, everybody's always, like, Minnesota nice, but I call it passive anytime aggressive. We, anytime nice? No, I call it passive aggression. Yeah. Like, it's I'm like. Not, not nice. You're nice. <laughs> She's like, no, no, I'm not. Shaking her head. I'm Kayla's not, not nice. I'm I nice. Think- I like, well, it's not that they're nice or not nice. I like the East Coast. They tell it the way it is. I feel the West Coast tells it the way it is. (laughs) You know, I just like more just like straightforward because then I can decide. I mean, I kind of like hearing it the way it is. I just, I don't want to hear it. Why would we fluff it up? Like, you know, I think we should talk about um, sex and masturbation. Uh, Yeah, we're going to, I have some questions. I think we should almost... um, continue can we have another another episode with you yeah i think Mm -hmm. so i feel like we covered a lot of great ground don't you we did yes and we all because we're boss babes we have schedules Mm -hmm. what time is it and we only had an hour but we're at 70 minutes which we do have to like yeah i know i am a business she's and like i gotta move today dude no but and i think too it's i have so much um that I want to share. Yeah, I think we like sex. Not really sex, but like just your sensuality mm-hmm. and making yourself feel good. And that for a long, long time, it was always for me about pleasing the man. Oh, yeah. And now it's about pleasing myself. Mm-hmm. And it is so much better for both of us. And right. So I just, that's one thing I'd love to share. Yeah, we should do that, and we should do we should record it in the living room. In the living room, Mm -hmm. maybe we'll even have a little bit of a. Thank you. Yeah, so I hope you guys had fun. So much fun! Woo! Everybody, yeah, I love this, and I'm glad you guys, my listeners, get to listen to Anne and Kayla and their story. And if you have any questions about where to follow anybody, it's going to be in the description of the podcast. And again, like I always say, write a review, whether it's good or bad. One star helps me because I know who the fuck you are, and four stars helps me also. Win-win. I love the bad reviews because it turns out with the algorithm, it still fucking pays off. So I love it. Write the bad reviews, write the good ones. Okay? People, I am I implore you to write I implore you to write the reviews. So it's great. And I had a lot of fun with you guys today. We so. had fun with you Hell too. Yeah. We're gonna do it again and it's yeah. gonna be fun and we're gonna record it. This time we it was kind of like like I said, we all have shit we have lives. So we didn't get to record today. But we're gonna do it next time and it's gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah. 
Thank so. you. Yeah. Thank you for the understanding too. Because yeah. I did not want to cancel because I think it's very important to live up to our commitments. Yes. Um, but thank you for understanding because <laughs> yeah. this whole shit show should have been done. Yeah. Oh, I know and how so it goes. I, yeah. I know how it goes. It's life. It's life. It is life. I love it. I love it. Well, I love... I feel people are... Even the guy yesterday, I said, hey, you bought the whole house. Mm -hmm. I can't. And they're cool. People just... You know, as long as you tell them. Yeah. I mean, who plans... Communication. Like Kayla was saying, communication, people. Yeah. Use your fucking word. You gotta fucking say something. (laughs) Hey, literally. You know what the first thing is, though? I gotta call my daughter back, but Sam and Michael and I, the three of us, we have find your friends for emergency only. But if you can't have a relationship like that, and that's important to you to be able to know where they're at, yeah, that's your first signal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good telltale sign. Yeah, these Come days, on. yeah, these days, find your friends is pretty important. Like it I like to so keep. Important. I like to do keep you track. See, do you see these? Like I see these. Because I love my daughter and husband. No. I don't want anything bad to. Happen. I don't give. I don't right. care where the fuck they are. They're at someone's house. You know what? We should have talked about it, but have fun. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> like we should have talked about it, but have probably should have had a conversation. Said. But fuck it, whatever. Well, I said. Have at, you at, seen if, at his eulogy? Although I would kind of kick his ass. Um, but if someone, <laughs> if someone said, Michael. if he does pass before me, they had something with them, you know what? Good for you. I hope you had fucking fun. Yeah. No, really. It's like, <laughs> he has one life. I Yeah, you're not going to hold him back. Oh, Who are you to hold? He's going to be dead. But you know what? Yeah. I will laugh at it and I'll be like, little shits. I yeah. had an inclination, but good for you. Are you, know, <laughs> you little shits? Letting it happen. Have you been seeing oh these stories on how these girls have been catching their boyfriends and their husbands lately? And then they're going to want to know what my story is. This girl. <laughs> yeah. This girl was on the radio on TikTok the other day. It was like a radio recording. And the girl was like, yeah, I had a feeling that my baby dad was cheating on me. So I took my kid's iPad and I kept it in the house and I dropped my phone inside of his car. When oh. he drove away, I waited two hours and then I checked his location on my kid's iPad and then I pinged my phone oh, shit. to the house that he was at and pulled up. And I was like, these people Damn. better stop Let cheating it. because people are going to start getting killed. private investigator. That, she should write a blog on that shit. That's a brilliant idea. Everybody's <laughs> one AirPod away from divorce. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, ladies. Okay, so I love you guys so much. We had a good time. <laughs> We're going to get into interior decorating here. Yeah? Yeah, we've got a lot to do. Okay. I love that. Thanks for listening, you guys. I hope you guys had fun. Again, write a review. Uh, DM me. I'm going to have all the links in the uh, description for the Zebra House, um, for Kayla. Yeah. So I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Bye.